Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here. I am glad to be here, and I'm grateful and glad that you're here with me as well. Several years ago, I had the opportunity to go to the, I was invited to go to the country of Venezuela by El Nacional, the national newspaper. Part of the reason that I was invited to go there was to actually meet with certain individuals about how to introduce gratitude back into the country. While there, I also had a public event at the university that I was invited to speak at. I took calls the day before to try to get some, you know, to get some interest in the speaking that was happening on Saturday. And a lot of the calls were very negative. They, you could just feel the, the uh, frustration that they had because of the economic policies and the political involvement within the country that, the, that everybody felt stifled. To this day, they're still feeling much the same way. But there really was a lack of gratitude, and you could sense it. The next morning, surprise to me because there hadn't been any tickets sold, but there, I'm not sure about the reason, but there was standing room only, lines around the street, lines at the university at 7.30 in the morning to be able to come into that meeting to hear this message. I'm nervous. I'm like a cat walking back and forth trying to get into the zone, if you will, to be able to speak. Plus, it was in Spanish, and I do speak Spanish, but certainly not as good. I'm not as confident with it as I am with English. So I was nervous, and I'm holding a glass of water like this, and I'm drinking from it, and all of a sudden a thought occurred to me. There's a question I want to ask this group. And I walked out on the stage, and I said, is this class half empty or half full? And half full, half full, half full. The crowd just yelled out, so optimistic, so desiring to be optimistic, to want some positivity in their lives. And I stomped on it. I said, no, this glass is not half empty or half full. Excuse me, this glass is not half full. And somebody in the front row goes, uh, half empty? I said, no, this glass isn't half empty. This glass is full, and it's full of water, and it's full of air, and we need both to live by. You can't have one, you can't have a life, one without the other. Some people look at life the same way, and they, they, those that look at the, at the glass of life look at it and say, blame their past. They're looking at it through the eyes of scarcity, and they're saying what's happened in the past, nothing good can happen in the future, and they're doing blaming it. They're living in the past. There's those that are always dreamers, if you will, and they're constantly living in the future, not inspired by the future, but actually using the future as a crutch that someday everything's going to be good. But it's the present that makes the difference. And the present is when you understand the relationship between the past and the future. One thing I know for sure is you can't preserve the future without preserving the family. As I look at stabilizing, when we live in what is called now a VUCA world. A VUCA world means it's volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous. And it's not only in Venezuela, it's happening in the United States, in North America, in Britain, around the world. We're starting to see the effects of this VUCA environment. And we're having families looking at this glass and saying it's half empty. Some people are saying it's half full. But the reality is that this greatest stabilizer of all, that which stabilizes religions, that's which stabilizes politics, since the beginning of time is the family. 
I had the opportunity several years ago to work with a family that everybody on this planet would recognize their name. And as I was working with this family, it was extremely frustrating because their, their children, because they wanted to be right, had and became, those guys were the parents. And so they had this conflict between the parents. In fact, two of them, there were two boys and a girl, that two of them had changed their last name so they wouldn't have to be associated with their parents and their parents' last name. That's how bad it was. And the daughter had an unlisted number. She wouldn't let them see her grandkids. But we got them all together, and it took us two days to come up with two conclusions. Conclusion number one, family first. They agreed that nothing would put a wedge between the family. Conclusion number two, together we're better. Now, if we really want to make a difference in society, if we really want to make, make a, a, a find solutions, you know, I think of what Voltaire said. Voltaire said, no problem can withstand the onslaught of constant thinking. But when we're constantly blaming, looking in the past, or ignoring the past and constantly looking at the future, then we can't give it the thinking that it needs to have, and the solution might be right there in front of our eyes. If we can put families first, don't let a wedge come in there, and then understand that together we're better. Families are the great stabilizer. And when we bring gratitude into the equation with families, then we can stabilize what's going on. I look at the problems around the world, the problems that we're having right here in the United States, the problems that you're having in Britain, the problems that we're having in Venezuela and other places. If we can sit back and say, what are those things that value most? You know, you think about a little child. A little child may get mad at his mother because she withheld candy or didn't, he didn't get what he wanted. So he says, I hate you, Mom. And two minutes later, he's in the lap loving his mother. Why? Because he'd rather be happy than right. But somewhere we switch. As human beings, we switch around. And all of a sudden, we'd rather be right than happy. We would rather be right than have, be, have peace. And we hold to our guns and we won't let go. But listen, if you really believe in your family, if you really understand true wealth and the things you value most, Put the effort into coming to an agreement that nothing's going to put a wedge between my family and that together we're better. And regardless of how you're thinking about things, and you may have differences of opinion, understand that's a good thing. And that allows you to start thinking and thinking together and asking the right questions. How can we together, with our differing opinions, come to a resolution that would be in the best interest of our family, our country, our community, wherever it may be. Everything that I do, everything that I do, I believe in empowering leaders, families, and communities. And you can't empower them without preserving the family. You can't preserve your future without preserving your family. Thank you for letting me spend this time with you this week. Have a meaningful week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.